It's worth knowing what's really going on. This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Donald Trump has been indicted in Atlanta. We have so many court dockets to follow, but we haven't really seen anything yet. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has covered every moment of this historic case. I've been writing about this investigation for two and a half years. Our team is led by reporters Bill Rankin and Tamar Hallerman. Follow our coverage on AJC.com and listen to new in-depth episodes of the award-winning podcast, Breakdown, the Trump Indictment, only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. This, my friends, is Access Atlanta. It's a new podcast that shares the best things to do, see, eat, and experience. Welcome to Access Atlanta. This week I'm here with Tara Subramaniam, who is a digital intern here at the AJC. Welcome. Hi. So um, you brought us a story about uh, something here in Atlanta that's happening. Uh, Tell us uh, what it is. So the story I brought is about Off the Wall. It's an initiative uh, between the city of Atlanta, the Super Bowl host planning committee, and an arts organization called Wonder Root. And the goal of this project is to put up 30 new murals throughout the city before the Super Bowl in February. Wow, that's that's a lot of murals. Because <laughs> as, as we know, it's like we recently did a podcast that was counting down 200 days mm-hmm. until the Super Bowl. So there are less than 200 days now right. uh, to put up 30 murals. And we've got to get on it. The timeline is quickly shrinking. Yeah, really. It is. So are these going to be all over Atlanta or concentrated in a certain space? So the goal is to have them all over Atlanta and highlighting kind of different communities and pockets of issues and people throughout the city. Okay. So so the murals will, will sort of be um, specific to the place where they are? That's the hope. So what's unique about the subjects of these murals is... The organization is working with communities and community organizations to come up with what they're going to be about. So the hope is that even if they don't reflect that particular neighborhood, that they reflect a unique element of Atlanta as a whole. Oh, cool. So this is, this is, is this something new? Or, I mean, there have been similar things in the past, right? Yeah. So over the past couple of years, Atlanta and a lot of other nonprofit organizations have done different initiatives to bring more art to the city, to turn street art into kind of a legal form of art with murals throughout the city. I mean, the Beltline, Living Walls, a lot of other initiatives. But this project is special because it aims to highlight Atlanta's civil rights background and also touch upon other big human rights issues that are important to society today. Right, right. Wow. Well, this sounds cool. It sounds like, I mean, something also Atlanta-centric as well as being, you know, something cool that you can just go look at. Right. That's (laughs) the hope. And the planners and the people behind the project 
Uh, they hope that these murals, because they're going to be here long before, long after the Super Bowl is gone, right. kind of will strike up conversations that go beyond the walls. Right. So how how did the, how did they choose the artists? Are these uh, people we might know, or, or or what? How did that happen? Yeah. So half of the artists are from Atlanta, mm-hmm. and they put out a kind of a casting call a few months back where artists could apply, and I think somewhere between. 30, 200 artists applied, and they narrowed it down. They had um, community members and artists from all over kind of select Mm -hmm. the artists. And then there was a special 10th artist that was specifically a casting call for Atlanta artists. So any Atlanta artist, no matter how old, could apply. Right. And then local Atlanta decision makers whittled those applicants down to five finalists. Right. And then there was a public vote online. Hmm. So anybody could go and vote for who they wanted to kind of really represent Atlanta. Right, right. So um, so now these, are, are these up now, some of them? Have they started? So the murals are not yet up, but the artists have been selected. So you right. can go see them. And a lot of the Atlanta-based artists do have other work throughout the city that sure. is up. But the goal is to really delve deep into the community. So these community conversations that I mentioned for how they're going to select the subject of the murals, those are ongoing right now. Oh, okay. So after those are over, they'll start painting around in October. Oh, okay. And they hope to be done kind of around the end of this calendar year. Cool. And unveil them right before the Super Bowl. Ah, okay. Well, that's cool. So so it's like the artists are sort of embedded in the community then. Right. So that's the hope is that they will participate in as many of these community conversations as possible so they can get all these perspectives and find out, you know, what makes Atlanta tick right. and represent that in their murals in their own way. Cool. So that's something to, to look forward to is the... The unveiling and the the process of it and all. Right. And what I think I found really interesting is because there are 10 artists and they hope to get about 30 murals, each artist gets to do a couple murals, which is nice. So they don't have to kind of pick just one idea. They can really riff on what they hear in these conversations. Cool. So is there, is there somewhere that that people can go and it's like to get, to learn more about it? They have a website. They they do. It's offthewallatl.org is the website. Okay, cool. Yeah. And so on the website, they've got the list of the current artists and once the subjects for the murals are up, they'll post those as well. And then there's a calendar of these community conversations. So if you want to go and find one in your community and be a part of this dialogue, you can. Oh, cool. So so you can you can already participate in these things right now. Right now. And what I love about this project is that in each stage, they're trying to really incorporate the city. Yeah. So from ideation to, you know, implementation, everything is going to really scream Atlanta. Yeah. I love that, that, that like you really can get involved and it's like you really do have a say in, in what goes into your community. Right. And they said that after the community conversations are over because they'd like to keep this engagement, they're thinking of ways that people can volunteer or can go continue and stay involved with right. the process. Right. Cool. Well, that's awesome. So, um, so in your story, you um, you spoke with some uh, someone involved in in the in off the wall. Yes. So I spoke with the executive director of the arts nonprofit, who's kind of running the initiative, mm-hmm. and in collaboration with the Super Bowl host committee. Right. And then I spoke with one of the artists. Okay. Who cool. will be 
painting awesome. the mural this fall. Well, that's great. Well, I'm really looking forward to hearing about this. This sounds like a really cool thing uh, that, you know, everybody can get involved in. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, let's hear Tara's story about Off the Wall. Next February, thousands of football fans will be right here in Atlanta for the 53rd Super Bowl. In addition to a brand new stadium, the city is rolling out the artistic red carpet in honor of the big game. Atlanta is teaming up with several artists to reflect the city's civil and human rights roots. Let's go meet a few of the people behind these walls. this initiative, we talked to one of the artists, 77-year-old Gilbert Young. We're here now at Gilbert Young's studio with the artist himself. Gilbert, thanks so much for sitting down with us and I'm really excited to hear about your passion for art surrounded by all these amazing things you've done. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> thank you. So can you talk to me a little bit about what inspired you to become an artist and how you started uh, all this? Man, that, that goes back at, at 77. It goes back to when I was actually seven. Mm -hmm. And so I, I have had a long uh, and a wonderful experience of being an artist and in, in, in that journey of uh, becoming who I am today. Mm -hmm. So it, 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 in my earlier days was, it was, uh, it was in, in, in first grade or something of that nature. And I had a wonderful teacher that uh, said, hey, you know, you, you, you guys, my family, mm -hmm. need to uh, help encourage him and, and stay in this area. Well, cool. So how did you get involved with Wonder Root and the Off the Wall Project? Well, uh, you know, uh, you had to apply for it, and my wife put me down as one of the artists that uh, that need to apply. Mm -hmm. So um, it was a great opportunity because he, here uh, at this level that I get to work with some young people, and I get to talk to uh, the community, and I've been involved um, throughout my career with communities and creating walls and, and murals that had to speak to the community. So this is uh, just a, almost like uh, deja vu. It goes around, comes back. And now, because uh, I did uh, murals over 40 years ago, mm -hmm. more than 40 years ago now, in Cincinnati, Ohio, where I'm originally from. And now I get the opportunity uh, to uh, express some of the, my thoughts and the community thoughts uh, about the Civil Rights Movement, which is, uh, you know, it, that I lived through and was a part of. So could you talk to me a little bit about some of your experiences with the Civil Rights Movement and how that comes out across in your art and some of your more political work that you've done, murals or otherwise? Yeah, well, listen, well, uh, I was, um, uh, years back, I was also selected to do the Martin Luther uh, King Salute the Greatness Award. Procter Gamble paid me uh, a nice sum of money to produce an award uh, doing, uh, in one of his uh, celebrations here. That's before I even got to Atlanta. So uh, civil rights, and I participated in it. I was uh, as curator and the conservator of the University of Cincinnati. I was also uh, a black student advisor. So I have a long history of being involved with the civil rights movement and helped develop uh, the black studies department at the University of Cincinnati. Uh, you know, uh, 
uh, things of that nature. So it's just been a, a lifelong process that I have been involved in, and it comes very natural for me be, because uh, of where uh, I was positioned and all the uh, opportunities I had. So do you know what you want to do your mural about? Well, I have an idea, but I, well, the first thing I want to do is listen to the community. And I'm going to try to, to interpret what they say into the artwork that I have and, and select pieces that I've done before and select things that I want to do and see if I can come up with a creative process of expressing what I heard. Mm -hmm. So do you know what communities you want to kind of meet with and explore further? You know what? They, they sent us a list. Okay. Okay. And they sent us a list of, hey, okay, you, you know, you go this meeting, this meeting, that meeting, this meeting, and I'm going to try to make all the meetings. Okay. And uh, I don't know if the people, you know, uh, uh, will try to make all of them, but I'm going to try to make as many as I can and, uh, and see what the outcome for me will be, because it's going to have an effect. Right. So given your experience with the city and kind of its civil rights history, are there some places in Atlanta where you would love to put up your mural? Do you have any thoughts? Well, well the first thing, you know, if, if, if you want to put your mural where you're going to get the most traffic, okay? Then you want to, then there's two, two dichotomies that I'm, I'm troubling with, or mm -hmm. uh, troubled over, is the community mm -hmm. and the ones who are here. And because of this project has to do with the Super Bowl is, do you want to be in the traffic over here with Super Bowl for, for a couple of days, okay? Or, or do you want the traffic where uh, the community is living and influence that community? So there's always this dichotomy that you're going to wrestle with. And at this time, I, I, I don't know where it's going to be because they send us a list and say, where would you like to put your mural, but you're in competition with other artists too. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful that the city is saying to themselves that we need to reach out to, to, to the arts community and see what they have to say instead of us being renegades and painting on buildings that we're not supposed to be painting on. Uh, Wonder Roots gives us an opportunity to, to be a part of, of the city and also, uh, be paid for what we do and give the accolades to the artists that they deserve, so richly deserve, by the way. Wonder Roots Executive Director Chris Appleton talks about the inspiration behind the Off the Wall Initiative. Yeah, well, Wonder Root was founded in 2004 with a mission to unite artists and community to inspire positive social change. And at the heart, at the heart of our work, we are interested in the way that art and artists um, are on the leading edge, the front lines of advancing social movements. And our work here in Atlanta is particularly focused on empowering artists to be engaged civically in their communities. We run an art center in Southeast Atlanta, uh, Reynolds Town neighborhood that has a recording studio, darkroom, pottery studio, digital media lab, screen printing studio, so many other resources. You pay an annual membership, it's very inexpensive, and get access to the resources there. Uh, and then we get those artists embedded and engaged with uh, civic institutions to um, develop and implement arts-based interventions to um, make Atlanta a better place for all people. Sounds good. Uh, could you talk a little bit about uh, some of the projects that Wonder Root does, specifically um, this off-the-wall project that you guys are doing in connection with the Super Bowl? Yeah. So we have been working for the last couple of years with the Arthur M. Link Family Foundation in English Avenue in Vine City with a particular focus on community identity and community storytelling work through public art. Um, as so much development is happening on the west side of Atlanta, 
Um, we wanted to work with uh, community stakeholders, youth and residents um, to, to help ensure as much as we can uh, that, um, that the aesthetic, that the new built environment that emerges there is authentic to the lived experience and the cultural identity uh, and legacies um, of residents and stakeholders in those neighborhoods. And as uh, some of that work was coming to a phase last fall, uh, a series of folks started asking the questions around, oh, you know, Super Bowl is coming to Atlanta in a year and a half. What are the stories that are going to be told? What's, how's Atlanta going to be branded during the Super Bowl? And, um, and one of the things that really emerged and became really clear is that people were excited to amplify Atlanta's legacy around civil rights, really bring that legacy um, even more so into, into the present and connect this uh, amazing and complex history that we have around uh, civil rights and social justice issues and and uh, link that to the really remarkable uh, and inspiring and also complicated uh, social justice organizing uh, that's going on in Atlanta today. So, I mean, the legacy of Atlanta's um, involvement in civil rights and human rights issues is pretty large. How are you guys tackling the scope of that and really making sure that's played out through these murals? Yeah, well, we are really mindful that in the 30 murals that they are um, uh, uh, embracing as much as possible the uh, diverse and complex story. And the content of those 30 murals uh, is informed by dozens of community conversations that are currently underway, hosted by partners like the Center for Civil and Human Rights, Boys and Girls Club of Metro Atlanta, CARE International, uh, Georgia Equality, organizations that are really on the front lines of doing uh, civil rights and social justice organizing, uh, whether it's related to the Black Liberation Movement, uh, immigrant and refugee rights, LGBTQ issues, and the artists are sitting in the rooms for those conversations. And those partners, their stakeholders, are really what's informing the, the artwork, and the artists are really just uh, translating um, and synthesizing the, the breadth and complexity of all those conversations that they attend uh, uh, attend and, and turn them into these 30 murals. Cool. So how are these artists selected to reflect really this breadth of Atlanta? Yeah, we have a, uh, we have a, a, a nomination and selection committee that um, earlier in the spring nominated about 35 artists mm -hmm. to apply. Over the summer, uh, we invited artists to in, in the Atlanta region to apply to be a part of Off the Wall. Any artist uh, in the Atlanta region could apply. And we had a committee of community residents and stakeholders that selected five artists. Uh, and now the 10th artist uh, has been named through that process. Yeah, it's really cool that the uh, residents could vote to select who they wanted to represent their city. We think it's so important that artists... Uh, are representatives of the communities in which they're working and that the stories and narratives that um, are being told through the off-the-wall project um, are really embracing the lived experience of the people who are going to live with these artworks in perpetuity. So other than this 10th artist, are the other nine artists, are they all from Atlanta or are they from kind of all over? Five of the uh, nine artists are in Atlanta. Okay. Uh, they are... Um, uh, Really, um, some of our um, our city's most talented um, artists, and and I really think of as many as as artists activists. Um, they're real uh, truth tellers, um, which is what this project is intended to to really be about. Um, 
so the, the five artists that are here in Atlanta are, of course, Gilbert, um, also Yami Cambrone, um, the Loss Prevention Collective, mm-hmm. Shaniqua Gay, Sheila Pre-Bright, um, and then our out-of-town artists are um, Ernest Shaw, uh, Gaia, uh, Brandon Odoms, and, um, and uh, Elio uh, in Miami. And so the, the artists, um, we uh, you know, trust uh, artists that they, um, they tell the truth and that they will be, uh, be as uh, imaginative as possible and really trying to amplify um, Atlanta and our country's um, past, present, and future uh, relationship to civil rights and social justice. Very nice. So just one more question. So these artists who come from like a variety of backgrounds, were they chosen to tell like a broad narrative of several issues? Are we focusing on one in particular with these murals? What's the goal? So the um, I, I would say that there's a, a, a multiplicity of stories that the community conversations um, are really uncovering. Um, uh, uh, struggles uh, towards justice and equality for all that relate to uh, LGBTQ rights and immigrant and refugee rights and women's rights and a, mm-hmm. uh, a whole host of struggles that um, some are uh, um, sort of well-documented uh, here in Atlanta and, and others that are not. And, um, and that's what we're really excited about is, is kind of bringing together um, Atlanta's uh, known and un- lesser known um, uh, stories uh, through public art. Well, great. We all appreciate what the work that Wonder Root and Off the Wall is doing. Is there anything else that you'd like to add about the initiative? One last thing that if you could leave people knowing. Yeah, um, I would say I would really encourage people to go to offthewallatl.org and download the facilitation guide. We've worked with uh, two amazing people, Carlton Mackey, uh, at Emory University, and Karshik Sims Alvarado, who's a civil rights historian, to develop a, fa- a facilitation guide that's for these community conversations mm-hmm. that you know uh, guides uh, guides people and guides a community through a discussion about uh, the struggle for justice and equality in in our city and our country. And uh, we encourage people both in Atlanta and beyond uh, to download that facilitation guide and have a conversation within their community, in their home, in their school, um, in their business about um, what civil rights and human rights uh, looks like, um, uh, could look like in the future. Wow, thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Gilbert Young is thrilled to have part of his history added to Atlanta's walls thanks to this initiative. This is the center of change in the United States. You know, uh, I had been influenced by by Martin Luther King and and uh, C. T. Vivian and uh, uh, so 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 many other uh, here. I, I remember most of the civil rights leaders came out of of this era mm-hmm. uh, of this town, rather. And so you know, just, just to be a part of that, to be to be uh, uh, even named in 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 the same same sentence with these with these great leaders that we have here in, in the city of Atlanta. While the Super Bowl lasts only one weekend, these murals will leave a lasting impression on Atlanta for years to come. Starting this November, you can check out this incredible art throughout the city. For Access Atlanta, I'm Tara Subramaniam. Let's see what's happening in and around Atlanta over the next 10 days. Head to Piedmont Park for the Piedmont Park Summer Arts Festival 
which brings two days of visual arts and family fun to Midtown Atlanta's playground on August 18th and 19th. There will be nearly 250 painters, photographers, sculptors, leather and metal workers, glass blowers, jewelers, and crafters offering their wares. Festival attendees will find artist demonstrations, live acoustic music, a children's play area, festival foods and beverages, and more. And unlike many large festivals, you can actually bring your pets to this one. The 9th Annual Piedmont Park Arts Festival begins at 10 a.m. Saturday, August 19th, and at 11 a.m. Sunday, August 19th. The festival is free and happens rain or shine. Get all the details at PiedmontParkArtsFestival.com. Bring your appetite to Taste of John's Creek, where you'll be able to sample dishes from more than 25 local restaurants on the campus of Chattahoochee High School on Saturday, August 18th. They'll have pizza, barbecue, seafood, a variety of street food, and more. It's a great way to see what John's Creek's restaurants have to offer. In addition to the delicious food, there's also an art walk, live music, local entertainment, and kids' activities. It's a great weekend outing for the family. Taste of John's Creek, a benefit for the Chattahoochee High School Booster Clubs, happens on Saturday, August 18th from 4 to 9 p.m. at Chattahoochee High School on Taylor Road in John's Creek. Admission is free and food samples are $1 to $4 each. Get more info at tasteofjohnscreek.fun. That's .fun. Toto's Africa, a number one hit in 1983, has proved surprisingly resilient. It soft-rocked its way into the hearts of several generations, leading to a recent and very successful cover version by Weezer. It's just one among many, but you might not realize that Toto is still around and celebrating its 40th anniversary with a new Greatest Hits album called 40 Trips Around the Sun, with three new recordings, and a tour that brings the band to Atlanta Symphony Hall on August 18th. Toto had other big hits, including Rosanna and Hold the Line, but Africa was the band's only number one hit. If you want more evidence of that song's staying power, go to ultimateclassicrock.com, which has pulled together more than 40 different versions of the song. If you want to catch Toto live, they'll be at Symphony Hall at 8 p.m. August 18th. Head to atlantasymphony.org for those tickets. Born in West Germany and raised in North Carolina, J. Cole, who is legally known as Jermaine Lamar Cole, has an impressive list of credits for a career that's only a decade old. He's worked with Jay-Z, Beyonce, Kendrick Lamar, Drake, and Janet Jackson, just to name a few. He'll return to the Infinite Energy Center on August 12th. He's touring in support of his latest album, K.O.D., which was released in April and debuted at the top of the Billboard 200 album chart. The first single, the title track, broke Spotify's first day download record, previously held by Taylor Swift. It was streamed 4.2 million times. J. Cole comes to the Infinite Energy Arena in Duluth at 7.30 p.m. August 12th. Tickets for the show are $39.50 to $99.50, and you'll find them at InfiniteEnergyCenter.com. For more things to do around Metro Atlanta, head to AccessAtlanta.com. Our senior editor is Nicole Smith, podcast edited by Ryan Horn, music by Bo Emerson and Billy Guin, and I'm your host, Shane Harrison. Join us next week for more Access Atlanta.
I'm Ernie Suggs, race and culture reporter for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. And I'm Ned Ravone, lifestyle columnist. Atlanta has been known as the Black Mecca for so many years, but that means something different to everybody. It means everything to me. I've been living here for 24 years, and I am still amazed at how rich the city's Black culture continues to grow. Every day I wake up, I learn something new. Well, you all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. Like historically Black colleges and universities. Atlanta's thriving art scene. And the city's growing neighborhoods. Wherever you live, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what issues are important to you. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. Only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution.